I'm Phil Croshaw and welcome to Passions. Okay, so a very warm welcome to this episode of Passions. And I'm delighted today to be joined by my wife, actually, uh, Janine Croshaw. Uh, and when I was talking about this channel and looking out to set it up and deciding what to cover on it, I realised very, very quickly that it would be great to feature Janine because uh, she actually epitomises a good example of somebody who has really engaged with her passion and obviously I've seen it up close and personal. So I thought it'd be good just to have a chat with her and interview her uh, just a little bit about what her passion is, uh, how it developed and uh, how she's engaged with it and what it gives to her and what it, what it creates for her uh, as part of the show. So Janine, thanks very much for joining me today. Uh, okay, so tell me and tell everybody that's watching this episode, what's your passion? exploring more about metaphysical science um, and in particularly at the moment crystals and the energies that they hold the properties and they're beautiful so how did this come about because obviously uh, we've been together now for a good seven or eight years uh, it's only really in the last year or two I've seen you start to get an interest in this what sparked it off in the first place can you remember um, I suppose it probably stems from a crystal I was left by my mum that I knew nothing about, an amethyst, and it was kind of hidden away for a while and then suddenly it's found its place as we redecorated and I just thought it was so beautiful that I wanted to know more about it and then I started to discover that different crystals, because they're also unique and individual, they hold different energies and therefore they relate differently to people, to the surroundings and you know people believe that amethysts bring a sense of tranquility and peace 
and certainly it feels like it belongs in the room that was almost designed around it and from there it stemmed to what more is there and sometimes I just fall in love with them because they're beautiful and sometimes it's because I think I quite like the energy that this stone or crystal is said to have. So you got into the research, I guess, in a sense. You kind of got an interest and then you started researching it and went down the rabbit hole, I guess, of YouTube videos and books and e-books and all the rest of it. Um, I was for a while, I first lost my drift for a minute in a sec. Um, I was going to ask you something then, it's just thrown me. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, I know that you've got a very busy job. And uh, was there a part of the driver behind this to try and find a way to bring yourself maybe a little bit more calm or a little bit more work-life balance or a little bit more perspective or context on the world, particularly when you're so up against it in work, which, of course, very many people watching this channel can probably relate to? It's very much all of the above. Um, it started out learning about one crystal and then more about the other. And you're quite right, I did feel that within my busy life, I needed something to help calm down, really. Never been one to want to go down the drugs route, um, or alcohol for that matter. So crystals kind of resonated with me. And I do genuinely feel sometimes you, just by holding them, you kind of sense that energy off them. And I personally find them very helpful. Um, but it has very much been a rabbit hole of exploration because one path seems to lead inevitably to another. Um, so I've been doing the research, but it's led to discovering things like healing properties of crystals, crystal healing techniques, which led to Reiki. Again, it's another energy based healing system. And then there are combinations of using crystals with the Reiki healing. So it very much has been an exploration of self-discovery. But also, you know, it's something could I use this to help others that are feeling in the same way? You know, people find it helpful carrying their crystals around their person, you know, in the bra, in the purse, in their pocket. Children with anxiety have been going to school with certain stones in their pockets to help them with that. And I just find it fascinating. And because I personally have felt benefit from it, be it psychological, be it energy fields, I don't know. I just know it feels good. And if that's not a crime, um, I'd love to see where it may lead. Would I love to give up the cut and thrust of a stressful day job and spend my day working with crystals? Absolutely. Right, well, we'll make, make sure that your boss doesn't see this particular video then. Um, uh, okay, so you mentioned a word there that probably people might not be familiar with because uh, we're talking about crystals. And I guess people generally get the idea of crystals that are, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Maybe they don't. But just that word there, I think we need to put some context around because you mentioned about Reiki. Now, I, I sometimes, as you know, refer to it in a jokey way of raking. I do a lot of raking with, with, the, with the leaves in the garden. But what exactly is reiki and what's the concept and how does it link into the crystals uh, passion that you've got? Well, um, some use them individually. Um, the way I personally perceive it is reiki was founded a very, very long time ago. And some say it originated back in Atlantis. Others feel it originated in Tibet. What we do know is in the 1920s, it originated from uh, Yusui Mikhail, um, who went up to a mountain and for some self-discovery and realised that the properties of energy that we hold within us can be kind of fine-tuned, that we can self-heal and that by harnessing the, that energy field, 
we can also help others to heal. And he meant, spent many, many years teaching students who studied at great length. Um, and they were opened up to attunements for Reiki very, very slowly. It eventually transpired to the Western world and it's now actually recognised as a complementary therapy. Um, some feel it can replace medicine. Personally, I feel it works alongside. Um, but if nothing else, it's probably having experienced a Reiki session, I can honestly say it's the most peaceful and tranquil time ever. And if for that alone, just to shut down your mind and relax, that can only be a benefit. But Reiki basically works with energy. We all resonate energy. Every living thing has energy surrounded it. And when you're trained to attune to Reiki, the idea behind it is that we can help somebody else's energy move into alignment because our body is made up of certain energetic fields and various religions and metaphysical beliefs put those down to chakras. Um, different names for it in every culture. But it's basically the energy points that are in your body. And when they're all working and flowing, it's like little cogs that feed into each other. And we are healthy and we are balanced. But if one of those or more goes out of kilter, we're not always aware of it. And sometimes it can manifest itself physically. So the idea between the energy that you resonate, if you were lying flat, we kind of scan across your body and feel the energy field between me and the subject, for example, and you kind of sense where things are not quite balancing. Sometimes it's an easier pressure. Sometimes it just feels a bit tingly. And the idea is you focus the energy into that area. And it's all about intention, Reiki, and you can bring those little wheels, if you like, back into alignment. And it usually takes about four or five courses for that to happen. And some people are far more aligned and in tune than others. Um... Well, one of, one of my passions, as you know, or kind of certainly interests, and there's always that debate, and one of the shows that we'll do actually is about the difference between an interest and a passion, is if there is one, we'll explore that. Uh, but um, one of my interests, as you know, is kind of what you might, what's sometimes termed as cosmology or astronomy. And I've always kind of said when we've been out and about, especially when we've been overseas and, and been a really bright, moon or out or the stars we can see all the constellations and i've been getting all excited at pointing at them and historically you've kind of never really been kind of yeah patted me on the head but what we've found as a result of what you've been doing with reiki and crystals is that you've shown more of an interest in the stars and the moon and all that kind of thing which has ironically brought us together in a way in terms of a general interest in the cosmology Where's the link then between what you're talking about in terms of the Reiki and obviously the crystals? Where's the link into the astronomy element? Well, if we work on the assumption that everything holds energy, then the planets, the stars, the moon, the earth, we will all resonate energy. Certain parts of the world are known for being far more energetic vibe. You know, take Peru, for example. Um, so when you have a crystal that is, has an energetic field, it can absorb energy and that energy can be negative or positive. So you want your crystal to work with you and you want it to be positive. So first of all, you said about cleansing it and releasing it of any negative energy. But then there are certain ways to charge it, if you like. A bit like you plug your phone in to charge. Well, you kind of plug your crystals in to the earth. The earth has got a natural vibe that it will pick up. The moonlight is another one. And certain crystals behave differently depending on the phases of the moon. 
Um, so it started from there, but also, you know, not all crystals have developed by caves underneath the ground, although the vast majority are. There are some that have actually resulted as a result of a meteor. Moldavite, one of the most powerful crystals and you know, little tiny pieces. Some people are known to wear it and some feel very sick, a bit of vertigo. Its energy field is too big for a lot of people. It's also got great healing properties. But Moldavite was the result of a meteor and that landed and it is one of the most sought after crystals. It's extremely expensive for a little tiny piece. But personally, I pick it up and I can feel that energy. Truthfully, I'm still very much learning and not quite sure what I need to do with it. So it's kind of gone on the back burner and it sits under the moonlight. All my crystals kind of hang in a window where the moonlight faces. And so they get a supercharge every time the moon's out. So, so um, how does it make you, as a passion, how does it make you feel when you engage with it? If you're doing a Reiki session with somebody, if you're reading an article, watching a YouTube video about something related to it. How does it actually make you feel? Do you actually feel a bit like a, a school child ex excitement when you're involved or engaged with this whole arena? Well, it started as a bit of a almost de-stress, if you like, um, but it became so much more than that. I spend my day, I spend my whole work life learning new things every single day and the mind can only take so much. But this is in a totally different direction. So it feels like learning, but learning is something that really interests me. When we were in school, for example, you'd, you'd maybe have a passion about French or German, but you go so far with it. This feels like it's infinite. Every little avenue leads to another one and some resonate far more than others. As a result, I've become far more interested in um, the science of numbers. Um, it's fascinating, things I never knew about pyramids and the way they're structured. And when I look back and think, the Egyptians know far more in some ways than we will ever know. But then it seems to resonate into numbers and Tesla. Um, certain numbers vibrate at certain frequencies. And it's, I'm not sure where it all fits in in the world at the moment, but I know I'm loving the discovery and I just want to know more. You know, Peru has never been on my hit list for holidays. I'm more a beach and cocktails kind of girl. But now suddenly I want to explore. I want to go and see things. I want to explore these caves. I want to dig my own crystals. I want to go and see the pyramids and just see how it feels as much as anything else. And it's such a, an amazing part of history. And again, the cosmology fits in there because where these pyramids were positioned, where the Sphinx was, they all have certain latitudes across the planet and it's almost like our ancestors knew far more about things than we do we've kind of evolved in a very different direction as human beings and we kind of lost the ability to see ourselves on that line and i think a lot of people now are needing to switch off from the rat race and needing to go back to simpler things simpler holistic ways of managing your own life and for me that's very much what it's about Brilliant. Okay. So um, you've obviously developed the interest. The, the interest has come along, probably a mixture of it coming along by accident and you also then engaging with it, maybe a bit, mixture of both. Um, you intimated uh, a few minutes ago about the idea of maybe making a living out of this sort of thing. So one of the things I talk about on the channel is this whole, the, almost like what is the holy grail of making a living out of your passions. Now, as you know, I've been quite fortunate probably for the last certainly 10 or 15 years that I've been able to do that. So I'm living proof it's very possible. 
particularly recently in the last few years where I've got more into video, more into YouTube, more into cameras and as you know because I've got them all over the place. So you've got crystals all over the place, I've got cameras and recording equipment and microphones and podcast equipment all over the place. Um, what sort of examples have you got of people that you've seen, not, not specific people, but ideas or concepts that you're maybe now playing with that would allow you to, you know, if not kind of replace your, your full job, which is always a, ultimately a possibility for anybody, but at least, shall we say, to have, as, as I've said before, and the term I use, and you know this, the, the side hustle. What sort of ways do you think people can make cash, make money, monetize, as we call it, the stuff that you're involved in and interested in? Well, I'd love to say it's not about the money, but we all know we have to earn a living. Um, and I'd very much like to put this, bring this into a portfolio of work. The day job, love it. Um, it's stressful, but it's challenging. And, you know, I can't afford to give it up. But I know how much I'm spending on crystals. I know I'm learning more about the ethics of where they're sourced. And there's a lot of fakes about and in doing so, I've joined a lot of groups and social forums um, for people who are also on journeys and some are way, way ahead. And some are like me, still very much learning. But the one thing we all seem to have in common is we'll go to certain places to source our crystals um, uh, because we know they're reputable. Um, and I think I'd love to try and do something along those lines. I'm not sure I could ever part with any to sell them, but I'd, I'd love to go and source my own or find somebody that I know is a reputable supplier and I'd love to then share them with others. But I think I see it as a more holistic picture than that. I'd love to take the Reiki to the next level. Um, I plan to do the next level of training. I'd quite like to fit that into a career because I think not only does the subject gain something from it, I actually find it very relaxing and very meaningful and I know a lot of other people feel that way. And certainly during COVID, I wanted to explore it more and go and meet other people in not a retreat as such, but shared ground, if you like, with people who come from different backgrounds, but have all found that we're being drawn into this world of the metaphysicals. Some, as I say, you know, I've met physics teachers who are, you know, telling me about the science that fits in. Suddenly the spiritual world is starting to talk to the scientific world and the religious world is buying into that and medicine's buying into it and it's like suddenly this is where everybody's coming together and who knows where it will lead but I know I want to be central to it so Covid's kind of put everything on the whole in, in that there is nowhere we can go to do this my vision I suppose if you like one day I'd love to have a dedicated place that offers Reiki that has some meaningful group discussions um, that teaches more about the sciences behind things like crystals and um, Tesla I, I'm fascinated by and I'd love to know more about why numbers are so important to me and where that fits in the science again cosmology and, and somewhere that somebody can just go to escape the rat race get off that hamster wheel and just be do yoga if that's what you want do meditation if that's what you want but with these groups to tap into so I suppose it is like a retreat but I suppose starting point, crystals. It's where it started for me. And you know, I hear lots of posts go, where do you get that from? And where did you get this? And what properties has it got? 
and it's lovely that I'm now starting to contribute to these groups and say well I got mine from here and be careful where you source it and this is the energy field that's around it and I personally feel this helps with this and you know it feels less like mumbo jumbo now and more like a, a science for me and I find it fascinating. Right. Do you know, I think that's fantastic. It's a That's a great place to start. Well, you'd have to start with your wife, wouldn't you, really? Uh, but that's a great place to start. I think that um, there's a lot to be thought about there. Excuse me. <coughs> there's a lot to be thought about there. Um, and um, hopefully that's given you some ideas or some inspiration. Maybe you might want to look into uh, Janine's particular passion, which is Reiki, obviously, and crystals and all that goes with it. Or maybe take it to the next level and and, and research further how you can maybe make, make money out of it and monetize it and do it as a side thing. Or even as a nowadays, particularly with all the challenges that there are and obviously we're recording this in, in October during the pandemic situation and um, at the moment there's a lot of people staring down the abyss in terms of the, uh, the their jobs and redundancy and all the horrible stuff that's happening and arguably it's the best time ever just to be researching at the very least some of the things that you could be doing to make money even if it's on the side whilst you search for um, for you know for another full-time job. So lots of food for thought there, I hope. Uh, and if you're interested in appearing on uh, Passions and you have a passion of your own, which could be absolutely anything, and there are literally thousands of different passions that different people have have. And if you'd like to appear and be interviewed and talk about your passion on the channel, then please get in touch. You can get hold of me at phil at geekygroup.com or if you put in Philip Croshaw into LinkedIn, you'll find me. And the truth is, in this day and age, on the internet, with a name like Crowshaw, if you can't find me, you really aren't that bothered about finding me. Uh, so hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully you got something out of that. Janine, thanks very much for sharing that with us yeah. today. Uh, excellent uh, session, excellent episode. And uh, we'll catch you again very soon on Passions. Bye for now. Bye.